Green Acres Garden Podcast is the podcast that will teach budding gardeners like you to grow your green thumb. For whether you're a newbie or a seasoned horticulturalist, you're sure to learn something new. Enjoy our conversations with community gardeners and gurus from Green Acres Nursery and Supply. We'll answer questions you didn't know you had. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is the Green Acres Garden Podcast. My name's Kevin Jordan. I am the perpetual plant pupil, and I got a great little episode for you this week. Uh, we're bringing in a, a wonderful guest, Pam Farley, the brown thumb mama, uh, author, gardener, wonderful person. We're gonna, we get to meet up, have a wonderful little interview. But before we get to that, let's check in with my good buddy, Austin, the human microphone blank. How's it going there, Austin? <laughs> hey, Kevin, I'm doing great. And welcome back to all of our listeners. Welcome back to the show. Kevin, this is my one of my favorite times of the week when I get to sit down with you and find out what has been going on in your garden this week. It has been lovely outside, and I bet you've just been doing lots of great stuff. So what's going on? You know it. So things are warming up. It's been beautiful out in the garden. So oh, really? um, tomatoes, peppers just got in. Uh, we have potatoes that are growing and flourishing. I mean, you can almost visibly watch them grow. Uh, our citrus are now fully harvested, but it's great. We're watching all the stone fruit come in. So we have everything from cherries and pluots and plums and apricots and apriums, uh, nectarines and everything. You know, it's, They're all coming in. You can see them. they're all tiny right now, but they're swelling up really quick. Uh, we've been busy, you know, working in the compost pile, adding compost everywhere. And actually, we got some posts in for some uh, for some Florida weave action on some of our tomatoes. We have more tomatoes this year, Austin, cool. than we've ever planted. Is that what you added with the containers? I saw you added a bunch of smart pots. What's in those? Absolutely. So in, in the in joy of this week's uh, theme, yeah, container, container gardening, we've actually been working a ton on our containers. We've, uh, we have a, a huge row of smart pots. Those are these uh, fabric pots, these really durable, breathable fabric containers. Uh, I love them. I think ours are like 30-gallon ones. And they're, they're a mix. Of, we have some potatoes growing. We have these purple uh, peas growing in some of those. I'll have to bring you some, Austin. Okay. The, the peas, they're purple. They, I mean, they're royal bur- like purple. They look so beautiful. But then, of course, uh, actually, the main th- theory of this little stretch was all herbs. Oh, that's so all herbs. All herbs and flowers. So it's a little Soft mixture. herbs or hard herbs? All of them. Okay. So we've got, you know, there's rosemary in there. There's sage, of course. There's, uh, I think, three types of mint and three types of thyme. Um, the lemon thyme, French thyme, English thyme. Uh, lot, uh, parsley, of course, fennel and dill uh, and, and more, of course. Uh, we're going to be adding basil pretty soon. It's that warm. But uh, we love it. And so actually just recently we, we, uh, we've been fertilizing it. We, we did some uh, fish emulsions uh, with sea kelp, a little dilution, dilution with some water. But what I'm really stoked on is that we just tied in a new irrigation line oh. to it. So everything else out in the orchard in the vegetable garden, thankfully, is on, um, you know, on drip system. So uh, everything from the trees to the vegetable beds and all the flowers, uh, they all get watered uh, whenever we need it. These, these containers were not. So we were having to hand water them. And once things warmed up, the winter was great. Everything was so rainy that mm-hmm. it was fine. I didn't have to worry about them. But this last week or two, things warmed up so quickly. I noticed the, the pots were just drying out. A few of the uh, the plants were calling out to me, Kevin, I'm thirsty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so we watered them. And of course, now, so we got the irrigation hooked to them. Super easy. Uh, if any of our listeners have ever done it, you know what I'm talking about. Drip systems, actually, it's one of those, it's Lego. It's, it's so easy to just snap them together. Anybody can do it. If I can do it, that's, it just goes without saying anyone can do it. Um, but honestly, for us now, it's, you know, it's a breeze. Now we just get, now they're all on a timer. We can make any adjustments as needed. And all those beautiful herbs, 
soft or hard. They're going to be uh, just irrigated great. as needed. And so we're, we're stoked, man. It's just going to be a beautiful summer. We have a great guest this week, Austin. Yeah. Uh, we had a great time uh, meeting with her. This is like, as, as I mentioned, Pam Farley, the brown thumb mama, uh, you know, local author, gardener, and just an all around great person. I had just a wonderful time. We filmed a little video together. Uh, she schooled me up quite a bit. I loved it. And just a <laughs> passionate person who you can tell is, uh, also matches that with her knowledge. So just just a great time having an interview with her. Yeah, this is so exciting to get an author on the show. And it's just like a resource we haven't even really fully explored yet, which is books. There's books. gardening books out there. <laughs> if you're interested in gardening, you can listen to our show, but you could also read about it. And maybe, you know, go to your local library. I've been doing that recently um, to get recipes nice. um, to cook with what I'm growing. but I expect something delicious. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll hook then, you up. In the near future. <laughs> but our, our guest is Pam Farley, and she wrote a book called The First Time Gardener, Container Food Gardening, All the Know-How You Need to Grow Veggies, Fruits, Herbs, and Other Edible Plants in Pots. It's currently available on Amazon. I'll put a link to that in the episode description. There you can buy a Kindle version or a paperback version. And uh, also, I, I happen to check. It. It's There's a copy at the library, but it's checked out right now. So somebody's got it. But maybe you could check that out there as well. And uh, just this is such a great thing uh, that we haven't really explored. Books. It's it's great There's, to talk to an author. We have so many wonderful, and I know she calls herself the brown thumb mom, but, but she is truly a green thumb. Uh, she, her thumb is brown because she's always in the soil. I'm telling you that right yep. now. She is a gardener through and through. And we have so many wonderful people like that all around. It's just she's got. It's just so great to learn about these folks and learn from them. Yeah, she had a lot of great ideas I really connected with, and it got me excited. So I am so thrilled to share this interview with you all. Here we go. This is our talk with Pam Farley, and we're going to discuss container food gardening. Here we go. Hey there, garden friends. Kevin Jordan here, plant lover and host of the Green Acres Garden Podcast. I got a treat for you today. I got a special guest, Pam Farley author and green thumb, although actually she goes by the name, the, the brown thumb mama. And so today we're going to talk about a little bit about the, the joys and the wonders that be container gardening. Now you can see she has a wonderful book here that we're going to dive a little bit into. So first to get into it, why container gardening? Tell our, tell our listeners and our viewers, what are the benefits of growing in a container? So container gardening is awesome because it's portable if you rent. You have complete control over the soil and how you treat it. So if you want to garden organically or conventionally, you can. Gardening, of course, saves you tons of money and it's something fun to do with your family. Kids love to have an excuse to get dirty and they will eat a lot more fruits and vegetables if they've planted them themselves. Ding, ding, ding. All of those are wonderful reasons to grow. Um, what are your, some of your favorite plants that you are considering growing in a container this time of year? And what, what should we be thinking about if we're planning on starting our own container gardener, garden at home? So I'll always grow strawberries because we have <laughs> kids and they go through strawberries That's like a good choice. crazy. Um, herbs, because if you buy herbs at the grocery store, it's a couple bucks and you only get you know a few little stems of something and you can grow a parsley plant or two for the whole summer and you'll save tons and tons of money, far more than the cost of what you spend. I love the flavor of fresh herbs. It really punches up a meal. Are you, are you a bit of a chef yourself? I try. <laughs> well, I feel like anybody who cooks with some fresh, har freshly harvested material, you're going to be good. People Absolutely. are going to love your food. So mm -hmm. 
What do we mean to start off? When we're looking for a container, what, uh, what are our first steps to even begin container gardening? So one of the important things that when you're planting in containers is you want to make sure the container is big enough to support the, the fully grown plant. So for example, if you're growing a fruit tree, which you can do in a container, you wouldn't plant a fruit tree in a little container like this. You would Absolutely. want to use a half barrel container. And you want to make sure that it's food safe. So there's lots of stuff on the internet about plant your potatoes in these old tires and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you wouldn't eat off of it, don't plant in it. And you know, I'm not gonna eat my dinner off of a tire because there's just too many chemicals and you, yeah. you, just, you don't know and it's not worth Leave taking the risk. Leave that for your flowers. Exactly. And the last part is that it needs to have good drainage because plants don't like to sit in soggy soil and if there's not a drainage um, hole in the, in the planter, you can make one or you might find that the plant, it won't automatically die. So beginning gardeners will often think that it's a, oh, it's, it's all or nothing. Um, if your container does not have drainage, it won't automatically kill your plant, but your plant may not produce as well, or it may have a shorter shorter life. So we got a beautiful little terracotta pot here. Uh, you've mentioned that you can do um, other other materials as long as it's food safe. What about the smart pots, the fabric? Are you, you, are you a fan of those? So I love smart pots because they have excellent drainage. They, Absolutely, breathe so well. They provide, yeah, they keep the roots from circling around. They do root, they- The air, air pruning. pruning. Air pruning, I'm like, what's that word? Yeah. Um, and they're very durable and they last for years. Oh, so yeah. yeah, I'm a big fan of smart pots. And um, this one today, I, I chose this container because we're going to make an HOA buster. And okay. if you live in an area where you're- um, The homeowners association. The homeowners association decrees what you can plant and what you can't. Yikes. A lot of folks will say, oh, but the sun is best in the front yard. What am I going to do? I'm, I'm stuck. All I can have are these Approved ornamental plants. plants, on plants a list. And oh, yes. yikes. But usually you can do a container. I mean, don't, you know, don't break the law if you're not supposed to. Um, they call this guerrilla gardening. That's, oh, that's a whole other thing. Yes, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. So the HOA Buster is a container that you can set out that has flowers and it also has sneaky edibles. And the cool thing is that your neighbors, when they are walking the dog, will just walk by and think, oh, what lovely flowers those are. Like, where's your, your sanctioned plants? Where's your sanctioned, well, Where's the approved plants? We're gonna, we're gonna operate on the higher plane here. Yeah, this some is camouflage be here. Right. Yes, so you can see we've got a nice container with good drainage. So I always use your start when I plant my seedlings and my seeds because it helps them get a little extra boost of nutrients. Because if you think about it, again, with the finite size container, they've been trapped in a, in a little four inch pot for quite a while. Now, the experienced gardeners might be a little bit worried because we're planting them so close together. So this is closer than you would normally plant them in the ground. But it looks ground. really nice. But since we're going for the front yard here and we want to fool the neighbors, we wanna make sure that this looks nice and lush and full. And then of course the strawberries are gonna grow over the edge. So we've got our plants potted up. Quickly tell us, uh, Pam, what exactly is in here and where, why are we doing it like this? Okay, so we've got two geraniums at the back and geraniums are very sturdy and they have great color. They are the, the thriller, the eye catcher at the back of the container. In the middle, we have some flat leaf parsley and this container only had room for one, but you could plant several in there. Those are, in this situation, the parsley is a filler. So it be, it's, of course, providing 
herbs to us. And but we're going to cut and come again on that one, be able to come back and trim it up and exactly, let it grow again. Exactly, exactly. So it's adding greenery to our, our front yard garden, but it's also providing our herbs for our, for our dishes. And then the strawberries all along the front are the spillers. So as the strawberries grow, they will hang over the front of the container, making it easy for you to harvest them, making it harder for the snails and slugs to get the strawberries, that is which nice. is super important. They're not resting on the soil rotting. Exactly, yes. And if anybody asks, these delicious, nutritious strawberries, they're ornamental. <laughs> and edible. There's nothing to see here. Yeah, yeah, Credits yeah. Credits will be Just fine. Just a beautiful yes. container garden. These are not this is lovely. you're looking for. Now, uh, going forward, uh, we just got it planted. You know, it's really important to get it watered. Yes. Um, what are some of the do's and don'ts of watering? So we want to, now that we've planted everything, we need to give it a drink of water. And you would not want to just spray it with the hose, but a, a gentle watering using like a hose nozzle no or water something cannons. like that. Yeah. Or, yeah, or even, you know, fill up a, a drinking cup and gently pour it in around the edges. You also would not want to water it from overhead. So if, you, if you're putting this in the front yard, it might be, you know, in the path of the sprinklers. If you're watering first thing in the morning, then it's not going to hurt. But if you have your sprinklers set for the middle of the night, well, you should change them. But if you have your sprinklers set for, you know, the evening or the middle of the night, you want to water this by hand. Watering from overhead could cause fungus and um, it could cause the leaves to be damaged. So it's it's better to just gently water at the soil. Be very surface. deliberate with your water. Where, yeah, where well, it goes. we need to be careful with yeah. our water anyway and not waste it. When that, when that soil comes flying out and people are glugging the water down, it just drives me bonkers. <laughs> um, now this is this terracotta pot, they're all a little bit different. You mentioned the smart pots, the fabric pots, um, even plastic containers. Mm -hmm. But um, this is going to breathe a little bit. So is that yes. going to kind of, um, is that going to go into our calculus of how long, you know, when to water and how often? Good question. So yes, because this is a porous material, there, some containers are porous and some are not, which porous meaning that the air can go in and out. And so you'll need to check your container to see if the soil is dry. So I, you had mentioned you could just pick it up and see if the soil, if the container feels light, then the soil is dry. Soil is dry. Um, what I usually do is the cake test method. So just like you would stick a, a toothpick into your cake, I just come in and stick my finger in the soil. Yeah. And if your finger has dirt on it, the soil is moist. The best probe of all. <clears throat> and if your finger comes out absolutely dry, then the soil is absolutely dry too. Time to give it a soak. Time to give it a drink, absolutely. Uh, when it comes to fertilizing, I know you mentioned you're, you're you know, big in organics. We love um, you know, supporting organic cultivation here mm -hmm. as well. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that? So I usually use either the EB Stone fruit and vegetable um, fertilizer or a uh, kelp meal fertilizer, which you can mix in in your watering can. Well, this, this combination is really great. Are there any other combos uh, that you could talk about right now that maybe for this time of year as the temperature rises? I know you're big into the edible gardens, although of course you, you snuck in some, some beautiful flowers there. What are some, um, some great you know, edible plants for our summer crops that mm -hmm. are gonna do well in containers? So there's a ton of them listed out in the book that um, are specific. For example, a spaghetti sauce garden. So you'll oh. have aroma tomato and some onions and some basil and some oregano. And so that's one of the things that I always think about before I start my garden, which is what does my family eat? What do, uh, what do they like? So you know, don't grow artichokes if nobody in your family likes artichokes. 
well, we have pizza night or we have spaghetti when you know, a company comes over. And so being able to grow my own spaghetti sauce seemed like a perfect solution. So I put together a bunch of different combinations that you can read in the book and just grab and go, but you can reverse engineer this for yourself. So you would you know, look at the container of spaghetti sauce that you get at the store, or you think about what you like to put in when you make spaghetti sauce from scratch at home. So in our spaghetti sauce container, you can actually grow everything you need in one container. You'll get a 20 gallon container, which is a pretty big one, and you're gonna plant in full sun. So this might be on your apartment balcony, or for me, it's out in the back corner, past the swimming pool. In full sun, six to eight hours, give or take. Absolutely, or more, yeah. yes, yes, good point. And again, if, if you only have five hours of sun and then the shade from the fence comes over it, your plants are not gonna, gonna die. Yeah. They're gonna be okay. So we're gonna plant um, one head of garlic, one plum or paste tomato, and these are the thicker, meatier ones, not the sandwich type. Um, one sweet pepper, four basil plants and two oregano plants. And the, the container's gonna be pretty full, but they will do all right. And if you think about, you know, let's think about how much you're spending on spaghetti sauce each week. Maybe you're buying a jar or two each week. If you're growing any of these from seed, you're gonna get 50 seeds in a packet and you'll, be, have, you'll have basil and oregano plants for a bazillion years. Even if you buy starts at the garden store, you're going to get food from those plants all season long, all through the summer, um, into the fall, depending on your planting zone, and you'll be printing money. You'll be saving well, so much hard, more than buying it's it It's hard also store. to put a price tag on just making your own and having it fresh on your patio. I think it's, it's hard to quantify the joy uh, and just eating that first bite. Oh, so good. It'll taste so much better and you will absolutely impress your family when you say, oh wait, I need to go pick some herbs to go on tonight's <laughs> dinner. And yes, people will be, yes, Well, amazed. you brought, you brought up the garlic and things like, and some of those things may be, you know, not ready at certain times. But sure. what's nice is in, until that ha until that garlic is fully formed, you're still gonna have all those other herbs in there and all the delish other delicious things in there. The, the peppers are gonna be forming and I think you're gonna be out there probably enjoying it before that even you get that first you know, spaghetti exactly, night in. Exactly, exactly. And you can harvest the basil along the way. You can harvest the oregano for other dishes. It's not a, you know, when you open that jar of spaghetti sauce, you need to use it use it or refrigerate it and then use it up or freeze it. And this is just going to keep on growing and growing and growing through the whole season. So Pam, let me ask you, and this is a question I love to ask all the green thumbs and brown thumbs that I run into. Although, you know, I think you, I think you have a hidden green thumb in there I for sure, so, an unofficial. Um, but I just want to ask you, what do you love most about growing, gardening, in the ground or containers? And why do you love it? I love the peacefulness of going out in my city backyard. It's, you know, with kids and dogs and all that stuff. But I love the peacefulness of going out there and growing food for my family, growing um, extra food for the food bank. Um, we have artichokes in the front yard because that's where the sun is best. And the amount of people when I'm out front gardening I have met so many neighbors because they'll come by and say, what is that? Is that an artichoke? And the, the grandmas from all the different countries that, that maybe don't speak English yet, but they're like, they point it, they, they know what it is. Plants they, are the universal so language. Sweet. Yes, it, it is a way for me to 
find peace, provide for my family, give back, and spend time in nature, and I can do it every single day. One last thing to leave with our listeners who, who are listening, um, if there's anything that you want to impart, one last little bit of wisdom um, about the joys, the beauty of, of growing, gardening, or container gardening in general, um, we want to fire people up and inspire them. We've given them some information today, but I also want people to be just as excited about gardening and growing as you and I are. So let's get there. How can we get people fired up about gardening? So a lot of folks will, you know, they look at Instagram and they even, they look at the photos in the book and they might say, oh my gosh, this is picture perfect and I, I can't do it and I kill everything I see. And I want folks to know if you, you can grow something, even if you, like when we were newlyweds, we would poke holes in old soup cans because we couldn't afford a pot and we could spend 49 cents for some seeds and we grew literally on our windowsill, we grew basil and parsley and green onions in soup cans. Um, and just to be able to sprinkle that on, um, you know, whatever we were making, don't feel like you have to match the Instagram pictures that you see. You can be a gardener if you're gardening in a soup can or in the ground or in a, a recycled uh, rotisserie chicken container, you got this. Go out there and give it a try and you will be so happy that you did. Well, Miss Brown Thumb Mama, Pam Farley, <laughs> I wanna thank you so much for taking time out to talk with us and uh, garden with me, me a little bit. Yeah. I had a ball, my hands are getting dirty. Mm -hmm. I loved it and I cannot wait to have you back. Hopefully we can talk more again in the future. I would love that, absolutely. All right, Kevin, we are back. That was our interview with Pam Farley. What did you think, Kevin? I know you had a good time Dude, out I was there. starstruck, man. An yep. author? Are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> I was blown away. Ton, you know, Great energy, great knowledge, and just I didn't have enough time. I wanted to spend more time with this oh, person and just learn more from her. I guess I'll have to get the book uh, and read through it potentially, but uh, I really enjoyed it, honestly. It was just wonderful, wonderful way to spend yeah, some time. I totally agree. I had a great time meeting her, and what I really connected with was the themed pots. So you have like a big container and you've plant everything you need in it for the thing you want to cook with, right? So this it was is like cool. the thing I've been trying to kind of like explore is this like reverse engineering of, you know, a recipe. You, right, yeah, like nice. you know I I know I want this. What do I have to grow to make that? And that's what she was doing. I loved that. Well, it's really cool, especially when you start introducing some herbs into your containers and then you like you throw in a tomato or a squash, you know, or something that is really going to provide you some substantial you know, vegetable food. It's, it's great. And then you throw it all into a recipe. Are you kidding me? Whether it's a salsa, you know, a pot all for salsa or, you know, one all for the pasta sauce or the spaghetti. Mm -hmm. I just, what I really love is that containers offer this wonderful, like low bar to success. So mm -hmm. with gardening, I think everybody is green thumb naturally. You know, we all have that ability to, to grow and be successful in the ground. It takes some, you know, some effort and you can be, everyone can have success there, but in containers, the success to me oftentimes comes so much quicker it is, it is fast, uh, the success with growing in containers, the right plant or plants in the right size pot with really good potting soil, you know, a good organic fertilizer and just, you know, the proper amount of watering. And so either hand watering or getting them on an irrigation system, either way, it's really, it's simple. You can have so much success growing containers. Uh, Pam showed that uh, and she continues, you know, she's preaching 
right now, all about the, you know, the gospel. And so I really have a lot of respect for that, uh, spreading the, the word of just container gardening. It's totally. like, it is such a great way. So many people live in areas where the soil is so difficult. And so if you're, um, is that why you think you get more success is absolutely. that you have like more control over the soil? Is you that know what it, it is? So if you have a pot that has good drainage and you've added some decent potting soil, and then you amend that over time, um, you're, you're going to have success. Honestly, I'm telling you, um, it's so when compared to maybe living somewhere where the soil is a bit more difficult and the, the plants that do good are like natives and other plants that are pretty rugged, that's your option for in ground. But if you want to have something delicious and succulent and edible and beautiful, sometimes you got to go vertical, my friend. And uh, in containers, <laughs> it's such a great way. There's so many options from beautiful pots to all everything to like even basic ones. She brought up, you know, gardening in a soup can with some holes drilled in it. I've done that myself with cup of noodles, you know, with just really all about having that drainage. Hey, that friends. was the first plant you gave me on the show in our first episode. It was in a cup of noodles cup. It was a snake plant in a cup of noodles. <laughs> Absolutely. I still do that. And so um, I'm into it. And so you don't have to spend a lot of money. You, you can be affordable, whether it's growing from seed um, or just in containers that are recycled, you know, materials. You don't, you know, it's like there's a lot of versatility. Um, I think it, it offers a lot of um, freedom for gardeners to be, you know, kind of artistically free in the way they grow their plants. Uh, containers, I'm telling you, it's a wonderful thing to even just consider, uh, whether it's indoors or outdoors. Totally. Yeah. And and what if maybe you haven't done anything in your garden yet this year? You could you could start with this, right? Absolutely. Even just a few containers is a garden, and on a patio. Uh, you know, living in somewhere where maybe you don't have access to a, you know, garden in ground space, just a few containers on a patio, boom, there is your pasta sauce. There you go. There is your salsa um, or your whatever have you, you know, some flowers, some fruit. Uh, the strawberries are such uh, a proper choice that she had. Um, I'm Actually, our strawberries are about ready to come in pretty soon nice. in Austin. I'll, no, I'll, I'll bring you some in. You know, I actually thought that was really beautiful, that that arrangement she made in, yeah. that, in that container. So, you know, I ha- we haven't mentioned it yet, but the video, I'll, I'll add that link in the episode description as well. We're going to have a few links in this one. Oh, you know, it so, linked up. Uh, check that out because it was really cool, and it, it just it was like a, an attractive pot, and it had strawberries in it. So that was really cool. That's the thing, too, is pots, it's, they're so cool when, like, the plants kind of overflow, and you got that thriller-filler-spiller combo or whatever. Right. It's like... It's pretty cool. And then oftentimes having the flowers in there is great, but having where a portion of that pot is something you can go eat, that's always kind of fun to look forward to, too. You actually find, you know, your friends and family kind of like, once they figure it out, they start sneaking around your pots <laughs> and they start nipping off your strawberries or taking sprigs of mint or what have you, your parsley. Nice. But of course, that's part of it. That's yeah. the joy. I never thought of a thriller, uh, filler and spiller being uh, an edible plant why not i I hadn't love it thought of that love it yeah pam farley she she was a treat well that is all the time we have for this week big thank you to pam farley and bringing this book to our listeners and this concept of growing food in containers the way you think about it i love that thank you so much and i just hope our listeners get inspired so that's it for this week kevin take us out well you've got me fired up austin uh, another great week thanks buddy for the, for the edit and thank you all to everyone for being here and thanks to pam farley for being a guest uh, can't wait to talk more about plants with her And to all you gardeners out there, happy gardening to you all. Please never stop growing. Get out in that garden. Go have some fun. Maybe a little less screen time, a little more green time for us all. Uh, We'll see you next time, friends. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Kevin Jordan or his guests. These gardening tips and suggestions may work for you, as well as those from alternative sources. When using any garden products or tools, read and follow all label directions.